to Friday Night. It's your Friday Night with Talkback. I am Selenia. I am going to be introducing you to two beautiful women. In just a moment, we have Michelle Henderson hosting on Fridays. Such an epic occasion. You don't want to miss it. Um, she has a beautiful guest who um, is a life and business coach. I just grabbed something off her Instagram, actually. And she said, um, these are the top five tips. Break the rules, take risks, defy the odds, live on your terms, be unapologetically you. So I thought that was super cool, so I jotted that down. So um, let's say hi to Michelle. Hi. Hello. How's it going? Okay. I'm good. I'm so excited to be on tonight. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks. I actually, I, because my screen is quite small, I thought you were Michelle there backstage. I'm so sorry because your like, hair's the same. Beautiful yeah, we're, we're both, both brunettes. Both off same brunettes. Yeah, I've got to apologize. There was a little bit of a mix up with the links, but it should be sorted now. So, yeah, I'm sure she'll be joining us really soon. And I just, um, yeah, I really love your positivity on Instagram. And you've um, obviously impacted thousands of people with the way you run your business and the way you operate in life. And yeah, you. you want to just, yeah, you can start telling me about it while we wait for Michelle if you like. Yeah, it's, I'm really passionate about what I do, and I think that. You know, life's short, so you have to find your, find your why in life. But I think for me, it really came off the back of going through some really tough times in my own life and going through some trauma and some suffering. And when I went through some really hard times, I had to really dig deep and I had to reach out for help and I had to do the inner work to be able to heal myself. And I just love that. I love that quote that says, once you find your light, you want to help other people find theirs. So that's why I just love being able to help people create a powerful life, create more, you know, time, money, freedom, be passionate every day about what they do instead of the nine to five grind, you know, just being tied to a desk and not really loving what you do, but having true fulfillment. Wow, fantastic. And um, what's the best part about your job? Or is it just heaps of highlights? I mean, what... What's your favourite part of, um, you like helping people, obviously, and inspiring people? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, how, how do you sort of, how would you describe a typical day in the life of, um, of you, of Mrs. Natalie Williams? The thing I love about being a business and a life coach is that you have to practice what you preach. So you actually have to have the rituals every day. You know, I get up every morning and I, I do my priming, my Tony Robbins priming, if you guys haven't tried that. Look it up on YouTube. It's an absolute game changer. And I just love uh, being able to really retrain. I've had to rewire my brain and being able to really look after yourself so that you can be the highest version of yourself. You can't fall from an empty cup, you know. You can't, uh, you can't give people something that you don't have yourself. And I also just... I love being able to help people scale businesses, you know, just being able to really take their passion and turn it into a sustainable business that makes them money. That Because when you when you have that resource, you're then really able to create the life that you want. Yeah, and being enabled, it just really boosts one, one's energy. And um, 
when you get to that point, you realise why you um, stuck with it for so long, do you think? Like you just Absolutely. Don't... And it's so incredible meeting so many different people. And the thing I love about so many people will come into business coaching and they will realize that there's limiting beliefs, there's things from childhood, there's things that allow people, you know, to project onto them. And they've, you've got to clear their negative belief system in order for them to actually really thrive. Because with business, you know, business is 80% psychology, 20% mechanics. So you've really got to train your RAS, your particular activating system, you know, your 75,000 thoughts a day. You've really got to be able to train your mind. Your mind's a weapon because what you focus on is what you get. Yes, and what you think. And there's, um, there's a classic saying, it's what... It's not what you think. Uh, it's not what you think. I, I don't know. It's something like it's not what I think you think of me. It's yeah. It's just something like that. It's like well, you don't know what people are thinking, right? It's sort of like the, the own the battle is in you know the own person's thinking. So yeah, if you can retrain your brain and just yeah, just yeah, that'll clear the mind. Absolutely, and your inner talk, the way you talk to yourself. And we, um, yeah, people, they shouldn't be too hard on themselves, you know, if they fuck up, it's like, hey, just, it's a learning curve, failure is all part of the journey. So, look, Michelle has joined us, I'm going to leave you girls to it, so amazing, amazing. thank you. And, um, here she is. Hi. Hey, girl, how are you? Absolute mess with my phone and laptop, so I'm glad I'm online. <laughs> hey, <girl. laughs> Nice. There you go. Okay, I will see you soon. Oh, thanks. Hello. Hi, beautiful. How are you? I'm good. Oh my gosh, when I was trying to see the link, I was like on the laptop and I was like the wrong link. I was just like, what a minute. Anyway, made your online bit to go. Yeah. Thank you for- oh, no, it's such a, it's such a privilege. Thank you. No worries. I'm a fellow podcaster, so this should be fun.
Yeah, you know, well, I think it's really important. It's really important to be able to uh, fill up your own cup, you know, because you can't give what you don't have. So I make sure I schedule in time. Uh, so I have non-negotiable appointments in my schedule. So I used to be a bit of a workaholic, and then it became completely unsustainable. So cortisol would rise in my body, I'd put on weight, then I'd feel like shit, and then I would that would then impact my performance. So I've now realized that I have personal training appointments, I have uh, rest time, social time, I try to book it all in. So I look at my schedule before the week, I think about all the different boxes in my life, you know, between business, health and also relationships because yeah. they all bring me fulfillment and then I really look at ways to put it in but definitely um, investing time on yourself to feel good look good you know I, I'm very strategic at where I where I put my time no, but cool. rest is so so vital because if you burn out you know burnout is really real in business and then yeah. you're not good to anyone. And coming back from a burnout is a really big process. So that's why having time every day to, to prime, to meditate, breath work, to do something that's taking your nervous system out of fight and flight is yeah. really important because you want to respond instead of react. You want to be grounded because then you make better decisions. So true. Honestly, like, I need to be taking tips for myself because I feel like if these are candle and these two ends, I'm like, where's the third? <laughs> yeah. But do you want to basically just explain, like, how did you get into what you're doing now? Like, was there a pinnacle moment for you to just go, you know what, I want to help others or, you know, get people aligned in their purpose? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's come really off the back of going through some suffering, some trauma in my own life. So I was destined to be a high school dropout. I was pulled out of really? class when I was yeah, when I was fourteen years old and told yeah. that I was gonna fail, that I was behind my reading and writing age, that I was dyslexic, that I needed to just go try and get a job at a supermarket because I was never going to succeed in life. I was not academic. I was not intelligent, all of these other things. But that was a pivotal time for me because I was like, I'm not going to let it 14. I was like, I'm not going to let this teacher define who I am and how much I excel or succeed. So yeah, I had to put, I developed a relentless work ethic, but I had a strong identity and a foundation of who, who I was and what I wanted to do. And so I worked really hard. I also got severely bullied because I wasn't kind of doing what everyone else was doing in their teenage years. And because of that, I got really kind of pinpointed and, and bullied severely. But by the time I was year 12, uh, I had a huge turnaround. I was top of my class. And by the time year 13 rolled around, I was head girl. I was an A student and I was awarded like a three-year scholarship. I went on to AUT to study a Bachelor of Communication Studies majoring in PR. But I think the lesson in all of that for me, yeah, was about not not letting society or other people define you. Because I think that happens, you know, and there's circumstances, but I think life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you choose to respond. 100%, yep, fully agree. I feel like with me, um, not dyslexia, but I had, not, I wouldn't even say severe ADHD, but for me, I honestly feel like I've got 100 tabs open on my computer screen. It's just how I operate. And so for me, same yeah. thing, I was going to Montessori right. when I was, yeah, like I was really lucky to go to Montessori. So I guess my parents saw that, you know, not every learning capability is the same for every child. And I think people need to be able to embrace that, especially now with social media and all these different channels that can attract 
and I guess kind of take people's power away from them. So, okay. Yeah, that's right. And I think, yeah, social media detoxing, all of those things. And I always, I was very, um, you know, blessed because I had a strong kind of family unit when I was yeah. younger and my dad was my best friend. And then I went through some really hard family stuff. Like I was brought up in a very kind of Christian home and yeah. my dad ended up walking out and having an affair with my mum's best friend in the church. So it was like, you know, a scandal. That and everything so you've kind of been taught and no one, you start to question because you're like, what just actually happened? And then he went to live with this other woman and I didn't see him for for about a year and a half. And one day I got this random phone call and I got called into the hospital and they told me that he had cancer through every major organ and bone in his body. And in, in that moment, another defining moment in my life, and I I just chose to, to forgive him. And I was his main caregiver for six months. And I think when you see someone you love so much die in front of you, you make a promise that you're going to make your life count. And actually how valuable every day is and, and how valuable your life is. So for the first time after that happened, not a chemical imbalance, but just the grief. I just, yeah. I just, the pain was unbearable. And I started to think about ways that I could end that pain. And that was my first experience with depression. And I had to reach out for help. I had to be brave and I had to go get help. And it didn't happen straight away, but piece by piece and day by day, I got myself back into a good place. And when I got myself back into a good place, I was like, this is my why. I want to help other people find their purpose in life. I want to find other people, excel and become the highest versions. And I've, that's what I've been passionate about ever since. Honestly, Nat, it's so, like, I can relate to that in so many ways. Like, um, I my mum passed away from cancer as well. So I feel like that was a huge... I think it was eight years ago. So I think that was a, a huge pinnacle point in my life where I kind of took a step back and said, you know what, like life is honestly so short. And if I can help people, even if it's just like a conversation with my friends and all those kind of things, like you should fully take that opportunity. And so my heart goes out to you and I can relate to you on so many um, so many levels on that subject. And I, I think when <clears throat> a lot of kind of push the boundaries of grinding and being busy and achieving, you know, I think especially mental health goes way out the door because you're just focused on what you have to do, who you have to be, you know, what you need to achieve over internalising and what do I need, you know, and who are the people that need me. Absolutely. And, you know, health is wealth. Mental health is everything. You know, without your health, you actually have nothing and that's why it's so important to get sleep to rest, to journal, to check in with yourself, to do the things that make you feel good, you know, that make you come alive and and enjoy life. And I think also when you see someone struggling, I actually did a story last night just saying, you know, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to suffer, you know, because this is part of the human experience. And I think we compare our lives to the highlight reel of everybody else on social media that most of it's not even true. And I'm right. totally about the hustle. I'm totally about having unwavering self-belief and turning your pain into power. And it's what you go through that allows you to grow. And it's the making of you. But if it's if you choose to reach out sometimes, you know, sometimes you can't do it by yourself. You've got to go yeah. get somebody else to help you. And there's no shame in that. I know. Are you the type of person where people that you can kind of just, if you know someone really well, you can kind of just feel that someone's okay? 
which, you know, a lot of friends or people don't actually have that capability. I think it's like empathy or all those different kind of things. But for me, like when I feel that emotion towards someone, I'm like, I need to reach out. I need to double check. Even if they're fine. Like for me, I would rather check and be there. Even just listening in. Like I don't even say much. I just sit there and I'm just present and I talk to me, you know. I, I, I love that. And so I feel like with life coaching, that's probably something I would really want to transition into at some point. Hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and honestly, it's so fulfilling helping people burn their negative belief systems, identify limiting beliefs, and actually really step into their greatness and their potential. And it's amazing. I have people crying in my sessions because they have transformations and breakthroughs. It's just incredible. It's life changing. It's a life changing journey that you get to go on with people, and it's such an honor and a privilege that people trust you with their stuff because it's a safe place for them that they can be completely vulnerable. They can put their walls down, and they can just really say it how it is. Would you say that's a, a massive thing for you? Does does that help you get up in the morning? No, obviously you've got the skill set, the capability, you know unconditional love because you're that kind of person you know you're very giving is that, is that one of the main things that gets you up in the morning yeah absolutely yeah very very much so I think I'm I'm really driven to be the highest version of myself to keep growing to keep learning to keep failing forward to keep taking risks breaking the rules pushing myself putting myself out of my comfort zone, extending and developing my my skill set. Um, I also, yeah, absolutely, I, I wake up in the morning and I just, I'm so excited about being able to work with people, you know, and being able to also not only just on the life side of things, but also their business, being able to teach people how you can go, you know, from zero to your first five, six, you know, seven figures, and being able to see people break through and bootstrap a business. When I first bootstrapped my first business, it was the most exhilarating thing. And when you get seven-figure energy, it's just like things vibrationally just come to you. And so a lot of what I do is just saying to people, dream bigger. You know, show up as a seven-figure version of yourself. If you were, if you actually have made a million dollars in this company already, what are the daily rituals and habits? How do you speak? How do you hold yourself? Where would you make a difference? And and it's incredible just to see them shift because so often people don't think they're worthy of actually making a lot of money. That's the whole thing. I think people don't actually realize that technically, like, yes, it's business, but it's also mindset. It's like all self-belief, it's all self-worth. And I think if people, like you said, uh, when we were talking earlier, if people finally take their power back and go, you know what, I am worth this much. I do have the capabilities. I may be, you know, limited in knowledge or whatever, but I feel like willpower. If if people have that, I feel like, honestly, it can transform people's lives. Oh, 100%. You have to upgrade your identity to match your destiny, and you've got to do that work on yourself every day. You know, you actually have to get a really clear vision. That's why I still love vision boards, and I have mine on my phone because we look at our phone, our phones hundreds of times a day, so we're training our RA. Yes, which is actually neurons in our brain to focus and hone in on what it is that we're wanting. So you're actually being able to manifest but visualize. And then what starts to happen is you start to hear the conversations. You get to actually meet the people. You start to attract what it is that you desire into your life. But a lot of people don't actually start with clarity about what it is they, they want or there's 
there's things that need to be cleared, negativity that needs to be cleared for them to really step in and really start to dream and to see what's really possible for their life. You know, I always say to people like, if, if you had no limitations, what is, what is it that you'd want to do every day? Mm-hmm. Well, that's another thing. I feel like a lot of people don't actually, well, you know, people can post motivational quotes and, you know, all those things like, but I feel like people don't actually fully believe in the concept of law of attraction. Mm. vision boards you know I've got automated messages in my phone that I play once a week just to kind of get that in my brain so that I start believing it and then when things in real life start happening or things start to align or synchronicities and things like that I'm just like holy crap and that journey for me probably started about four years ago and I've loved it and I and it's exciting it's exciting to wake up and be like oh what's going to happen today what's going to manifest and I feel yeah. like ourselves um i feel like you can tell when someone's generally happy and not mm. in an egotistical way just in a i'm so aligned i know mm. who i am or you know because it's like it all comes from within and i feel like as, as soon as people realize this that's when stuff just starts going off the chart so it's yeah. so refreshing as someone who's just so in tune there was another question i think you see me kind of answered do you feel comfortable being uncomfortable it's one of our mission statements at immersive yeah, absolutely. I, I've learned that growth is in the in the stretch. That growth is in the struggle. You know, when I bootstrap, so I I found myself uh, in a period of my life. I I thought I'd found my soulmate, who was a really savvy entrepreneur, and I thought we were totally aligned. Who ended up being actually really narcissistic and abusive, and I had to leave. And so there was, you know, I had to leave and start all over again. And then I bootstrapped my own business. So no bank loans, no investors from zero to seven figures. And that that process was scary. But you know what? That unwavering, you know, self-belief, it came from within. I had to go to ground. You know, the higher the building, the deeper the foundations. I had to program my brain. I had to come back to knowing who I was and embracing the struggle and the pain. And actually, it really, it made me. It made me relentless. It made me tenacious. It, it made me resilient. And now yeah. I'm grateful. Like, I'm so grateful for the, all the trauma and the pain I've been through because I believe now that I went through that to help other people. And I get clients showing up in my sessions that are going through the exact thing that I've been through. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, you know, it's amazing. It's like, this is my purpose in life. I went, like, how could I, how could I help that person if I had never had to rebuild Experience. myself? Experience, eh? Unfortunately. I think it's, yeah. It's it as well. Understanding, oh. you know, the struggle. Like, but now I've learned that I want to be the highest version of myself and I, I want to grow. I'm hungry. And I yeah. think you've got to stay humble and hungry. And the only way to accelerate growth and become your best is you've got to constantly put yourself in uncomfortable positions. That's how you actually really sharpen the tools in your toolkit and become your best. You know, I love leadership expert John Maxwell. He talks about don't, you know, don't put energy and time into trying to make your like three or five, but put energy and time in trying to make your eight a ten because the world wants tens. And I think, you know, that's really that's really bang on. Because, you know, don't worry about the things that you're not good at. Yeah. Just focus on what you're good at and, and become great at those things and make a difference. So my whole thing is, you know, make millions, reach millions, impact millions. 
And I think that when you get to the top and when you're actually excelling, you have a platform, you have a voice to be able to help others even more. That's a good thing to lead into. If you had to give a short piece of advice for someone who needs to find their purpose. Natalie, you're on such a roll there. Very powerful stuff. I think you should continue. And um, this is this is epic, all this amazing advice that you're giving us. Thank you. And I think it's great too right now. You know, post-COVID, it's about reframing the situation. I, I really feel, I have a lot of empathy for businesses that have been impacted by a circumstance. You know, who who expected a worldwide pandemic? You know, these people that that have gone through so much struggle business-wise, but I think that there's also such an opportunity now, you know, for, for us to reframe that and go, you know what, people are buying online more than ever before. Over 5 million businesses worldwide have started online. So it's like, where is the silver lining for you in this situation? I think you've got to be agile. You know, you've got to test and adapt. You've got to pivot. You've got to see where the opportunity is and go for it and back yourself. 100%. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I think back at yourself, and it doesn't mean you're an egotistical maniac. It's actually like maybe, you know, self-love. Like, yeah, you've got to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, who else is going to believe in yourself? Oh, honestly, I think New Zealand is – I love New Zealand. I think we punch above our weight with export and pioneering different – you know, we're very entrepreneurial. Uh, but I also think there's a bit of tall poppy. Like in America, everyone has a dream. It's just a big elaborate dream. And they don't think twice about getting on social media and selling themselves. And I think in New Zealand, we have to, you know, especially women. It's like women empowering women. Like don't cut other people down. Build other people up. Celebrate other people's successes. And that's what I love about coaching is that I love just helping people win in life. I want to celebrate their wins. And I think that's so important. Celebrate your friends. Celebrate your family. We have to lift each other up. And be positive. Don't don't be negative, you know. And I think yeah. after I went through depression, I created a tour called um, Undefeated and I Am Unstoppable. And we, I, w- I was managing the World Hip Hop Champions at the time. And we created this amazing dynamic show. We went to 50 high schools and reached 50,000 young people about, you know, it's okay if you're not okay. You can reach out for help if you're experiencing anxiety or depression. And it was so life-changing seeing these young people with cuts up their arm coming forward and going and seeing a professional counsellor for the first time in their life or understanding that they could work through it or they could learn the skills to be able to cope with these things. They weren't going to feel like they're in a dark hole forever, you know. And I think that it's really important for us to, to, lift, to lift other people up and to lift ourselves up. And I love Beyonce says, you know, some call it arrogance, but I call it confidence. I love that quote because it's not arrogant believing in yourself. You can still be grounded and humble, but confident in the strengths and the ability and the gifts that everyone has inside of them to be able to serve the world and make the world a better place. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah, I'm all about that. I'm all about live life on your own terms. You know, create a life that you love. Every day, what does that look like? You know, instead of being, like I was saying before, tied to a desk doing the nine to five. Look, if you love that and that brings you, uh, you know, alive, amazing. But, you know, epigenetics has shown us that your environment actually determines how your genes work. So it's just like a plant. If you put a plant in like a dark corner with no sunlight or water, 
it's going to die. And it's the same with humans. Like you need to put yourself around positive people in environments where you're going to thrive, not die or just survive. And you have to be intentional about what you listen to, what you watch, what you feed your soul, you know, your spirit and also your mind if you really want to excel. So now it's like water off a duck's back for me, you know, with negativity. Like when negativity comes my way, I'm just like, yeah, no thanks. Like not interested. I feel like my swerve game is so good with that now. <laughs> I'm just like, flop, swerve. Yes. Like, it's just not even worth my energy investing in that kind of stuff anymore, you know? Not just for myself, but for them. I'm like, please go heal, you know? Go do your healing work, come back after, maybe. <laughs> yeah, totally, because so often when people are trying to project baggage onto you, it's, it's in a work that they need to do. 100%. Coming up to the Rips podcast, how do people get in contact with you? I feel like I feel like I need to message you as well for some little tidbits Aww. and guidance. Thank you so much. Honestly, I'm, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share a little bit of um, my journey. Thank you so much. It's uh, such a privilege to connect again with you because I know that you're a like-minded boss, babe. Uh, but I'm really active on Instagram at Natalie Williams Coach. And also you can go to my website, uh, nataliewilliamscoach.com. Thank you so much, girl. And like I said, it's been an honour. And when I when I thought about reaching out to you, I was like, oh, my gosh, you've probably got 100 things on like me. So I'm glad that we've been able to tee up. Because last time I saw you, we were at the Stallion show together. It was interesting. Yeah, yeah that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you got great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Chill tonight. I've still got some stuff I need to do tomorrow. Tomorrow night I'm going out to a new hot spot, so I'm looking forward to that. But pacing, pacing. I'll get up in the morning, train, have a good productive day. But um, thank you for everyone that watched and listened. It was awesome to spend time with you tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you, Selena, and thank you, Nat. Thank you, ladies. Super amazing information there. Keep in touch, and we'll be sure to put all your links in our audio posts tomorrow. And thanks so much for your time. Time is precious, and it's really awesome to hear you speak. Amazing. Thank you so much. Gosh, what a week. We've had a big week, actually. Tuesday, we had a, a lady from All-Star Cheer Sport and, and also her new startup, Vincing. So if you go to Talkback NZ, you can actually see uh, in the show links everything you need to find out about the guest on that particular night. Wednesday was Thane Kirby and Bob and Bradbury, the most popular show of the week. Thursday, that was Meltdown Mental Health Day. So, yeah. And then tonight, which was super cool, because it was like chicks in the house. Very inspiring. Everyone has something to offer. So I really hope you enjoyed that woman speak. She was on fire. Glad she likes Beyonce. I like Beyonce too. So uh, on Monday, we've got Michael Frampton. So far, he is the host of the Surf Mastery podcast. He's a surf coach, and he's also a neuro performance specialist. So we're also going to be discussing all that. We're also going to be discussing um, grief. And, you know, that's a very serious, crazy serious, topsy-turvy kind of subject, but I think... um, 
when you hear his story, I've heard it. When you hear his story and what he's been through and where he's at right now, I think you'll be super inspired. The show is about entertainment, inspiration, community. Bring it on. Come as you are. Come as you are. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm just jotting down some amazing uh, things from both ladies just then. Yes. So keep on keeping on. Have a lovely weekend. Be nice to everyone you see. And you know what? This talk back show, it's still growing. I think it's got huge potential. And I thank all of our awesome regulars for tuning in, giving us your support in the comments. And uh, just think of us as like the Gucci of Talkback, where the family character is the brand. Go to talkback.nz, selena at spain.nz if you want to um, apply. <laughs> apply. <laughs> you know, if you want to chat about becoming a host, it's possible. Believe me. Thanks, everyone, and um, all the best. Take care and look after each other. Look after you.